Hello, Northwest Ohio. Are you tired of just surviving? You've come to the right place. Come thrive with your wellness tribe. Hey guys, it's Rose, and this is my first ever podcast recording. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, hello, Northwest Ohio. Hello, everyone in the great beyond, in the internet, wherever you are. And um, my first podcast episode is going to be a little bit different than um, I have planned for the rest, uh, just because I wanted to take a little bit of time to introduce myself. Uh, so you all know who the person is behind the microphone. So let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to interview myself today. <laughs> Good practice, right? So anyway, uh, my name is Rose. I live in Northwest Ohio, the great 419. And I am a wife of nine years to a great guy, a mom of two uh, great kids aged five and eight months. And I am a work-at-home mom, so basically what I do is I try to juggle all this stuff all day long, and now I'm adding a podcast to that, so whoopee! <laughs> but um, I'm really excited about this. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and I hope you all enjoy it too. So anyway, um, a little background on me. Uh, I got my bachelor's in ballistic health from Union Institute and University a while ago, and then uh, a little more recently I got my master's degree in business administration with a concentration in digital and social media from New England College. Um, I'm a Reiki master in the Usuishiki Roho tradition. I'm a level one yoga teacher. Um, I've written and published a couple of research papers along the way. Um, I own a digital and social media marketing company. I do a little bit of local journalism, uh, feature story type stuff uh, for a little newspaper. Um, so, um, and in my uh, in the business that I own, my digital marketing marketing business, I primarily work with people who are. Um, growing small businesses in the wellness sector or in like the spirituality um, area, churches, um, therapists, uh, things like that. So that's a little bit about me. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about how I got into wellness in the first place. I, I've, I've had a lot of challenges with my health along the way that have kind of gotten me to this place of learning to appreciate um, kind of Eastern and Western or um, traditional and alternative forms of healthcare and um, wellness. And I've really uh, had to kind of take a stand and been my own advocate, uh, learn how to be my own advocate, learn to be my own researcher, learn to be my own doctor. Um, not that doctors aren't good, I recently broke my shoulder and I learned that doctors are really good. Uh, uh, just they're not good for everything. Um, sometimes you just have to um, be your own advocate. And that's really why I started this podcast, because I know there are a lot of other people out there who are kind of in the same place that I am, where we're not finding what we need. 
Um, maybe the resources are out here in Northwest Ohio, but we don't know where to go for them. Um, and also, it can be a little lonely on this path. So I wanted to start this podcast to kind of connect people um, to services, to other people that are like-minded. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about my health journey, and I'm not telling this to um, garner sympathy or try to make people feel bad for me or to complain or anything like that, Um, but I would really like to tell my story because I think there are other people out there who can kind of relate to this, and um, I want you to know that there there's a real person with a real struggle behind this microphone. I'm not just here to um, paint the world with rainbows and ride on my unicorn off into the sunset. Uh, I'm I'm still learning myself. I'm still on a journey. I still struggle at times. <laughs> the struggle is real, um, but. I always try to keep a positive attitude about it as well. So uh, with that um, disclaimer there, I will uh, go ahead and tell you um, where I've been. And if this resonates with you, great. If it doesn't, feel free to fast forward or skip to the next podcast that I'm really, really excited about because I'll be interviewing um, somebody who many of us know and love in the Northwest Ohio area. and. I'm not going to reveal it right here, but if you skip to podcast number two, you'll be able to listen to that. So anyway, here it goes. Um, I've been on this journey with my health for a long time, um, and I think that there's a stigma when it comes to struggling. Am I right? <laughs> so, um, you know, sometimes it's a little hard to admit that you're having a difficult time, especially in our... Um, The way that our social system here in Northwest Ohio is set up, um, we've all been raised in kind of a pull pull yourself up by your bootstraps sort of mentality. But unfortunately, that doesn't always work. Um, So my health struggles began actually when I was a kid. So, you know, sore throats, earaches, all kinds of ENT kind of stuff. I had my tonsils and adenoids removed, tubes in my ears, almost flunked third grade, not because I wasn't smart enough, but because I missed way too much school. Um, Fast forward to um, maybe high school. Um, I went to uh, a mission trip. I went on a mission trip to Mexico, and I got all these vaccinations. I think I got like... Eight. I don't know. I can find the card. I still carry the card in my wallet as a reminder, but I, I believe that I was vaccinated for eight different diseases on one day. So here I am, 16 years old, going off to a country with a bunch of people I've never met before or barely know. Um, I'm really sick because I just got vaccinated for all these diseases. I'm feeling terrible. I get to Mexico get even sicker with Montezuma's Revenge. I'm sick the whole time I'm there. We're working in 104 degrees, no air conditioning. Um, So by the time I got home, I was in pretty bad shape. I gotta admit, I was feeling pretty lousy. And it took me a long time to feel better. And I remember my mom saying, you know, 
you were sick a lot as a kid and you never really felt that great. You know, you got colds and flu and yucky stuff a lot. But after you went on this trip, you just seemed different. Something's not right. Something's off. And I, I agreed, you know, um, but when you're that young, you've got your whole life ahead of you. You feel indestructible. And I really thought that it'll go away. You know, it's just going to take some time and I'll feel better. I just need to keep moving on. So, um, went to college, developed some really bad chronic health issues in college, had um, gastrointestinal reflux disease or GERD or reflux, um, where I, I couldn't eat lunch before class. Um, or if I had to walk around, I just, I was sick all the time. My stomach hurt so bad. Um, started getting really bad headaches. Um, later on discovered I, I had, um, scoliosis, um, uh, probably due to, it, uh, falling on my tailbone and breaking it in high school. So I had chronic pain from that. Um, you know, I, I just started to fall apart. I just felt like I, I could barely function anymore. I felt so bad. I had so much pain, felt sick all the time, just awful. Um, so from there, you know, I was going to the doctor. I was getting pretty much the um, status quo, healthcare, medicine, um, surgery was offered, um, you know, kind of helped, didn't really help take care of the problem, just put a Band-Aid on it. Um, so then, you know, things just kept kind of going along, and I discovered... Uh, chiropractic care, which really helped with the back issues a whole bunch, helped with the reflux a little bit too, which was amazing. So that was really my first um, discovery of how much an alternative or complementary modality could help. Um, fast forward another 10 years or so. Um, oh, I, I should mention along the way, I, I had polycystic ovarian syndrome, but I didn't know it. So um, along with all these other things, my cycle was always screwed up, and I didn't know why. Um, but that was why, because um, eventually I, I hemorrhaged. I had, I, we don't know if it was a miscarriage or a cyst bursting or what it was. Um, but I, I woke up hemorrhaging, went to the emergency room, found out that I had this thing called PCOS, found out I had some blood sugar issues, and... Um, I was an active person. I'm not overweight. I wasn't overweight at the time. Um, didn't eat very well, but I was kind of surprised to find this out. So long story short, I had always been a smoker. Um, I actually started when I was a teenager. Don't encourage it. Don't start. Teenagers listening to this, <laughs> don't, don't smoke. It's terrible. Um, but decided that after about 12 years of smoking, I needed to quit because of the PCOS and the GERD. I had been doing a little bit of research on my own and, and learned that these things can be um, worsened by smoking. So I decided to quit smoking. Had a very, very hard time. Um, during that time, I think I had quit several times um, quit again, had made it about two weeks and I met the guy that would become my husband and, um, told him he was, he was not a smoker and he didn't want to date a smoker. And I told him that 
I, I was a smoker, but I had quit and that I was really struggling with it. And I didn't know if I would be able to continue not smoking. So he told me about this thing called emotional freedom technique or EFT, or some people call it tapping, um, or energy tapping. And I thought he was crazy, but evidently he'd, he'd been working for the, um, parole authority in Cleveland for, um, when he was going to school out there and he had been doing this tapping thing with these, um, convicted people. <laughs> um, a lot of them had been convicted, I, I believe of violent crimes and he'll have to correct me if I'm wrong on that. So honey, correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, um, a lot of them had PTSD, I believe. But he had been doing this tapping thing, and it had really helped a bunch of people, and he was seeing all this success, and he wanted to try it on me. So I thought, what the heck? You know, it's not going to hurt. I'll try it. But I did not believe it was going to work. Well, it actually worked so well for me that I didn't realize that it worked because I didn't think about smoking anymore. I didn't think about how I had done a EFT. I didn't think about smoking. I didn't feel the physical cravings. It was like, it just erased that whole part of me. It's really hard to, un to understand or to explain, but <laughs> that's what happened. So, um, I was in a situation where normally I would have smoked, um, you know, a very stressful situation a few days later. And I had called my then boyfriend and said, you know, oh, I'm in a stressful situation. Can you help me out? What should I do? It involved a car and repairs, which is also, um, if you're a woman, <laughs> uh, we won't even go there. But anyway, <laughs> so my car is up on the thing, up in the air in the, in the shop and this guys arguing with me and I didn't like the quote he was giving me and I wanted to get my car back and blah, blah, blah. So, and he wasn't going to give me my car back. Um, he hadn't done any work on it, but he wanted to be the one to do the work. So, and I couldn't get my car. So I called my boyfriend and I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Um, <laughs> you know, my new boyfriend, I need a man <laughs> to bail me out. And he, and he just laughed and he said, you, you got this, you know, you just, you just need to stand your ground. And he said, and by the way, um, did you smoke? And I said, smoke? No, I didn't smoke. And he said, well, do you want to smoke? And I'm like, I'm in this stressful situation. I'm trying to get my car and you want to talk about smoking? And he's like, no, really? Like, do you have cigarettes in your with you? And I said, yeah. And he said, did you think about smoking them? And I said, no, I didn't. So that's when it kind of occurred to me that this EFT thing maybe really worked. So anyway, um, this, the story has a happy ending. I did get my car back and I quit smoking forever. So yay. That was kind of my second dip, um, into the alternative uh, wellness world. Um, that was my first experience really with um, energy medicine. So that was really pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, along the way, um, 
I got, we eventually got married, and right before we got married, I contracted Epstein-Barr virus, also called EBV, also called mono or kissing disease. Um, I don't know <laughs> how I got it because uh, my fiancé at the time did not have it. Maybe he was a carrier. I don't know. But um got really, really sick with mono. Had a very, very hard time getting over it. Um, had a relapse the day after we got married. Um, so, and then spent about a year, um, doing basically nothing, nothing but sitting, um, being really sick, uh, terrible pain, was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue. Um, and then I just had all this time on my hands because I couldn't work. I, I could barely function, but I had a computer and an internet connection. So I decided, you know, with the resources that I had to, um, two of the best research schools in the country and their libraries full of medical journals and PubMed, which is accessible to everyone, um, I just decided that I would sit down and research and figure out how to make myself better. So I tried all of these things. I, I tried yoga. I did more EFT. I learned how to do Reiki. Um, I changed my diet. I went gluten-free. That that had a huge impact on my health. All of a sudden, my gastrointestinal reflex, reflux went away. Um, some of my chronic fatigue cleared up. Um, I'd always had like an itchy kind of flaky scalp that started clearing up. Like all these things started happening. Um, I started getting better. I, for the first time in my life, I thought, you know, there, there's something to this. And despite going to doctor after doctor after doctor and, you know, getting a little bit of help, but not really getting anywhere as far as root cause, I started feeling like I was attacking, um, maybe attacking isn't right right word, working with my body to help myself heal myself, um, you know, supporting all of my body systems, uh, figuring out what was antagonizing these systems and stressing these symptoms and taking those things away while I was adding um, supportive elements. So, um, you know, I came at it from all angles. I eliminated using chemicals in my house and on my body. I started watching what I, what I was eating. I had always just eaten junk food. I, I never really thought about it, you know? Um, so I totally transformed my diet. And over the last several years, I've gone even farther down the rabbit hole with this. Um, uh, along the way, I, I had some miscarriages, had a stillbirth. Um, you know, I've always had some fertility issues, um, but then at 32 and again at 37, um, I had my daughters, um, and unfortunately my, my first daughter had some health issues herself when she was a baby, uh, at five weeks old, she contracted Fifth's disease, which, um, attacks your liver and it's, uh, like a, it's a virus. Um, so that, that kind of got her started on the wrong foot with her health issues. Unfortunately, then we found out that she, after a long time of having terrible colic and gastrointestinal stuff, just like I did, 
Um, I eliminated dairy because she was breast, um, exclusively breastfed. And that really, really helped her. Um, we had a, a, a lip tie snipped for her. Um, that's related to a, a genetic mutation that we carry in our family, which I learned about during during this journey over several years. Um, so there, there's a lot to my story. It's really multifaceted, multi-layered. Um, getting into this is sort of like peeling an onion because there's so much. Um, but um, going forward now, being a mom... Um, new challenges, of course, pop up with that. Um, keeping up with my kids at my age, not, not that I'm old, but I'm getting really close to 40. So, you know, um, I'm, even if I were in great sh shape, I would be perhaps slowing down a little in life. And, um, they really tax me, um, the lack of sleep and the need for constant energy and, um, breastfeeding a baby around the clock um, it's really taxing. So now I'm, I'm going on to this new level of, um, you know, I've, I've gained my health back and now I've slipped back a little bit, um, gain a little bit more, slip back a little bit, gain a little more, learn a little more, you know, um, and you just kind of keep putting one foot in front of the other and, and going ahead. Um, uh, in the meantime, I've found a lot of supportive providers that have helped me, that have helped my daughter. My daughter has some uh, developmental disabilities. Um, she She's a very high-functioning kid, very, very smart, um, but those disabilities are there, um, and we've been working on those as well as um, some of her um, health challenges. Um, with a, We've seen a naturopathic doctor. She goes to the chiropractor. Um, we use a lot of, um, functional and, ed, um, research-based, evidence-based, um, treatments in our own house, um, things like that. And we've seen a lot of improvement with those sorts of things either. So, I mean, as well, not either. Anyway, so, um, that's my story in a nutshell. I mean, there's, I, I made some notes here, as you can hear the pages turning and turning. Um, I did, I didn't cover everything. Um, my most recent, uh, challenge was back in February. I broke my proximal humerus. So think back to high school, uh, anatomy class or biology class. Your, your proximal humerus is the very top of your, um, arm bone right where it attaches to the shoulder socket. So um, it's called a broken shoulder uh, or a broken humerus. Um, suffered from that while trying to move some furniture. Unexpectedly, the bone just snapped. Um, I was exclusively breastfeeding my five month old daughter at the time when this happened. So as you can imagine, that was, <laughs> that, uh, that was pretty challenging. We'll just say that, um, trying to breastfeed a, a tiny baby with one arm is, uh, not fun. But anyway, um, also not normal to snap your humerus like that at the age of 37. So, um, Recently, I was uh, diagnosed with osteopenia and 
osteo uh, osteoporosis, which are like two different levels of um, bone deceleration or bone weakening. Uh, so that's where I am in my journey right now is um, trying to figure out a little bit more about what's going on with my endocrine system, uh, why my bones are weakening. I know there's a genetic facet to that, but also um, I'm a big believer that we can heal. We can heal ourselves. Um, if if I can't heal it, I can at least stop it um, or, or, you know, slow it down. I, I am not the type of person that gives up that easily. You know, I plan to live a long life and I want it to be a good one. So that's kind of um, the way that I live my life. And, and I hope that my story resonated with some of you out there, whether you're in Northwest Ohio or listening elsewhere. Um, I'd invite you to come back, listen to podcast number two. I'm so freaking excited, you guys. Um, it's a local hero of mine. It's a little embarrassing that I'm this excited, but um, <laughs> if you would like to, I'm planning on um, publishing both of one and two podcasts at the same time. So if you would like to click over and listen to podcast two, please do. And also, if you would like to join the conversation, say hi to me, pop in, tell me your story, um, share, share whatever. Um, I'm your tribe and you're my tribe. So we're on Facebook. You can find me at Thrive Tribe 419. <clears throat> Excuse me, got a little bit of a uh, cold. Thrive Tribe 419. Or on Instagram, where is, uh, that's where I like to hang out. I like Instagram. I think people are much nicer and kinder on Instagram. So if you're an Instagrammer too, um, come join me over there. And if you're not an Instagrammer, you might want to consider it because it's a nicer place to thrive. So Thrive Tribe 419 on Instagram. And um, I've already posted my uh, first giveaway for a book, a, a really great book about probiotics. It's pretty much everything a mom, a parent, a woman, um, any... Uh, household caretaker, um, caretaker of other people, caretaker of yourself, I guess. It, it's got everything you need to know about probiotics, how to use them, what strains to use, um, when you're sick with this, when you're sick with that, when you're trying to prevent this, when you're trying to increase your energy for that. Um, so get over there, enter my contest. The contest ends um, June 20th. If this podcast has not been uh, published by June 20th, I will extend the contest contest so you guys can uh, try to get in on that. So, all right, I will end the podcast now. Click over to podcast two, take a listen, and have a great day, everybody. See you later.